Welcome to Let's Be Real Sports Podcast, presented by Let's Be Real Media. Watch us live on YouTube and Twitter, and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at LBR underscore media. Also, subscribe to us on any podcasting platform. What's going on? BLJ here, the best hype man in the NBA. Man, I'm here with Let's Be Real. Tune in. Ah! <laughs> Hello! Real Sports Podcast, and look who jumped in at the yeah yeah West Side West Coast <laughs> West Coast in the building. The fact that he called and he was like, "Yeah, just watch him jump in out of nowhere," and then here you are, Abracadabra. How y'all doing, bro? Hey, I'm blessed. Good. You look hot. You all right? You just ran inside. Look, it's hot as hell outside. Wow. Yeah, Phoenix. God, I thought it was hot here. What is yeah, it over there? Like one seventeen. Yeah, I'm sorry. Now we dropped. We we got like 14 degrees from that, but that's still 103, 104. Yeah, right. Yeah, Mike. Talking. Mike. Yes, man. <laughs> What's up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Y'all know, man. P Shark. Let's be real. Sports podcast. This episode, AFC West division, is what we're going through. So I get, I guess, here in a second. Y'all know me, P Shark, with two thirds of three hundred crew. Tell me, she We got missing Scott and Trevor this week as they're out of town. So. Hey, as y'all always know, remember to follow us on Twitter or X, as it is now, TikTok, IG, and Facebook, KFBR underscore media. Subscribe and watch on YouTube at Let's Be Real Media, and subscribe and listen on 11 different podcast platforms if you prefer audio at Let's Be Real Sports. Also, support the other podcasts on their work, as I just mentioned, with the guys here on Three the Hardaway, along with Savage and the Jeans Report with our guy, Darren Jeans. Without further ado, let's get to our sponsorship and... I guess here. Sports betting has rapidly risen in popularity, and I want to connect you all with the opportunity to get started or get ahead. Having multiple sportsbook accounts is the simplest way to maximize your profits, and there has never been a better time to sign up. When you visit our page, signupexpert.com forward slash LBR, you'll be connected to all the sportsbooks in your region, along with the review of each platform and its unique benefits. All these sportsbooks have valuable signup offers for new users. And when you register through our link, you will automatically receive the top offer at each one. When you use multiple sports books, you ensure that you can always access the best available odds, which is key to successful sports betting. If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, please consider signing up for your next sports book at signupexpert.com forward slash LBR. All right, got our guests in here. First up, I'm introduced to the guy at the bottom right hand corner, my guy DJ, host of the DJ's sports show. How you doing, my guy? I'm doing good, man. Pleasure to be on, man. Good, good. Glad to have you. I sold the guy down the middle 
at the bottom row in the middle. I got before he's been on the show before. Darren, Fat Boy Fade Away Sports. How you What's doing, up, man? gentlemen? Looking forward to the honor here. We got the captain, P Shark, my fellow Warriors fan. Somewhat, we got in the middle there. We got to, <laughs> and then Sheedy. It's honored to be all with you guys. Thanks for having me on today. I'm looking forward to it. Always, always. <laughs> yeah, the guy right below me, my brother, former high school teammate, been on us. He's been on our show when we had started five podcasts, hosted the No Bluffing podcast, Blood City Media for the Memphis Grizzlies. Chris Ingram, how you doing, bro? What up, fellas? Oh, uh, man. Yeah. I, you know, uh, another Sunday talking sports with, you know, I, I be in the comments watching y'all and stuff on all the respective shows. And so, you know, I feel like even those, you know, I know you, Shark, I know Skylar just from, you know, being a classmate, Savage, we were classmates forever. But man, just watching y'all in the comments, man, I feel like I know y'all. So ready to get started, man. If you know me, you should not not have won that Broncos. Hey, you know, damn well not to win on Broncos. <laughs> you know, I'm feeling my hey. feelings. Harley Holmes, Harley Holmes always ripping. I ain't from there, but I feel like it. So, you know, my thing, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Before we get started, let's get a couple more comments. Mike said something out there saying it's hot in Arizona. But <laughs> he took Right. said say he's the mayor of Arizona or governor of Arizona. <laughs> and Toop jumped in the comments to see. He just imagine saying his girlfriend. Yeah, you probably don't. <laughs> Oh, funny. Yeah, my god damn, Ryan said. All right. As we've been doing with this division series, it's time for the main entree. As y'all have seen the last couple of weeks, we did AOC South the first week, AOC East last week. Now we're at the AOC West division and got the AOC West representing us down below. As I said before, basically just educating the audience and us uh, who probably don't follow these teams. And, you know, national media don't talk about everybody. Um, one of these things they probably will talk if they do talk about a lot because he's the best player in the NFL and DJ will get to there in a second. But just pretty much educate us about the other things about these teams so we'll kind of get an idea about what to expect when these teams come forward this season. So, DJ, you're up first against City Chiefs. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, how about them Chiefs? Your reigning Super Bowl defending champions had a 14 3 record last season. Around this time last year, many people were wondering and questioning, is Patrick Mahomes really the best quarterback in the league? Because people were saying Joe Burrow might be that guy. He's gaining momentum on him because, you know, Joe Burrow had his momentum on him, won three games straight. People were really questioning, is Mahomes really that guy? What did he do last season? He shut the haters up. He heard all the noise. Yes, he might be a guy who would always have a smile on his face, but he's really a cutthroat competitor deep down. Ended up winning an MVP, Super Bowl champion, and the Super Bowl MVP in the process. And that's without... Tyree Kill as well, that many people were saying, oh, the Chiefs, they're not going to be a, as dangerous in the passing game. So let's get into some of the key subtractions and additions that they had this offseason. Some of the key subtractions, they lost offensive tackle Andrew Wiley, who's now with the Washington Commanders. They lost defensive tackle Colin Saunders, who's now with the New Orleans Saints. They released running back Frank Clark, who's now with the Denver Broncos, because they believe they want to save some cap room, and he wasn't really producing like they wanted to in the rushing game. And they also lost Juan Thornhill, their safety who's now going to the Cleveland Browns. But the key subtractions, in my opinion, were losing my receivers, Juju Smith-Schuster, who's now with the New England Patriots, and McCall Harmon with the New York Jets. So why, why was that a big loss for them? Well, those two receivers that you might not think are elite in many people's category, they accounted for over 100 catches and 1,200 yards last season. And if you know the Chiefs, they really do a lot of passing in their offensive system. They ranked first in passing touchdowns, passing yards, Red zone touchdowns, 
points per game, and so forth, according to lineups.com. So losing those two is going to be a big loss for them in the receiving game. And you're going to have to expect second-year wide receiver Sky Moore to really step it up, along with who they traded for last season from the New York Giants and Kadarius Toney. They also, in my opinion, the biggest loss, though, is losing four-time pro bowler, offensive tackle, Orlando Brown Jr., who went to the rival Cincinnati Bengals. Man, I got to sting if you're, if you're a Chiefs fan. He was one of the best offensive linemen in the league, and that's going to be a big loss for them. I want to see how they make up that loss. So what additions did they have this offseason? Well, they added Jawan Taylor, former offensive tackle for the Jack- Jacksonville Jaguars. He's coming in off a great season. He was rated corner pro football focus, top 15 in pass block rating with a 76.7 rating, and in pressure rate allowed at 5.2% among tackles and true pass sets last season. They also signed edge rusher Charles Amenahu to a two-year, $16 million deal. He was one of the best available edge rushers last season in free agency, but fortunately, he's going to be suspended six games due to violating the NFL personal conduct policy due to domestic violence. But they also had some key draft rookies. I'm going to get into a few of them who I think are going to make a difference. They drafted uh, Felix and Udoka Uzoma, who was their first-round pick this season from Kansas State. Kansas stand up. He's your own. He was the reigning Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. He had 46 tackles, 11 for a loss. Eight and a half of those were also sacks, and he forced two fumbles. So he comes in right away. He's like 6'3", 280 pounds, big guy, athletic, explosive, coming off your edge. He can bring more depth to their pass rush and take more pressure off Chris Jones. Some other signings they had this season were uh, Derek Nottie, their defensive tackle they resigned. They also got By- Byron Cowher from the Indianapolis Colts for a defensive tackle as well. They had to add more depth to the defensive line to take some pressure off Chris Jones, who right now is holding out due to contract disputes with the team. Who else did they add? Because they were one of the worst pass rush, uh, not pass rush, uh, defending the pass last season. And they added linebacker Drew Tranquil from the Los Angeles Chargers, who last season, oh, sorry, uh, Darren, whoever has the Chargers, I'm sorry, we took your, took your guy. Uh, he had 95 solo tackles, 51 assisted. He had five sacks last season as a starter for the Chargers and 146 tackles in total. So he's going to make a big difference in defending the pass with the Chiefs really need if they want to def- defend their Super Bowl title as they're looking to become the first team to repeat since the Patriots did it in 2004-2005 with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. They also added Mike Edwards as well, safety from the Buccaneers, who brings Super Bowl pedigree championship. Pedigree knows how to win on the big stage. He won with the Buccaneers in 2021. And they signed Nick Allegretti as well. The guard they resigned, who could play the guard position and also slot in at the center in case Creed Humphrey, who's an all-world center, one of the best in the game, in case he gets hurt or something, he has versatility to play both the guard position and the center position. Rashid Rice is the second-round pick from SMU, who they signed, who could bring some wide receiver depth that they need, filling in along with Marquise Valdez-Scantling. They got Richie James from New York Giants and Justin Watson as well. And he's been making rave reviews. We're going to get into some training camp news a little bit later on, but... And they also signed Wanya Morris, offensive tackle, who brings more depth to the offensive line at Oklahoma. So, so those are some of the key additions and subtractions that they have had this offseason. But also, let's get into some other changes as well, whereas they have a new offensive coordinator now, Matt Nagy, who was promoted in February. Eric Bieniemy is no more, unfortunately, as last five seasons, he's done a great job there in, uh, in Kansas City. And Matt Nagy, so let's get into his profile. Matt Nagy. He was the last year, he was the QB head coach and senior offensive assistant for the Kansas City Chiefs. But prior to that, the four seasons before, he was the head coach for the Chicago Bears. 
He was 34 and 31 throughout that tenure with the Bears. Fortunately, they didn't have much playoff success. They were an 0-2 in the playoffs. And then in 2021, they went 6-11, and and they let him go. But in his inaugural season in 2018, they did win the NFC North title. So he has, yes, he has proven he can win a little bit, but we want to see more, especially when you're coming off Eric Bieniemy, who's now going to be the offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders and the assistant head coach, as he wanted to have more of a challenge in his career and take the next step. That's why he ended up leaving Kansas City. So why did Andy Reid hire Matt Nagy? Well, Matt Nagy, they have history together. He coached under him as offensive coordinator under Reid for three seasons in Philadelphia with the Eagles and then also with the Chiefs in 2016 and 17. With Reid and the Chiefs, they actually ranked 20th in league yards and 16th in points per game in 2016. And they only elevated in 2017 to sixth overall in league yards and then fifth in points per game. So the, he has proven he could run an offense, but I want to see what he can do with the enemy gone because that's a big loss. The enemy not only elevated the Chiefs to new levels, they ranked top three in total yards per game three times. They finished top five finishes four times in the last couple of years. He also helped elevate the players. Patrick Mahomes, he turned into a two-time MVP, the fastest in 9,000 yards, 75 touchdowns in just 30 games as a starter in his first 30 games as a starter. And then he also had under the enemy, Travis Kelsey had five of his seven 1,000-yard receiving seasons, which is incredible to think about. And also NFL record, 1,416 yards, which is a record for a tight end and 11 touchdowns in 2020. Shout, shout out to some of the websites uh, that I saw that on. But also, um, we have to get into uh, Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill, he molded into a perennial all-pro and, and two-time Pro Bowl. I mean, excuse me, pro, perennial all-pro in the league and also a pro bowler who turned into the cheetah. Before Eric Bieniemy, Tyreek Hill was a good player, but not I mean, he wasn't as renowned and known and prestigious as he is now. Now the wide receiver on the Miami Dolphins, unfortunately. We miss you, Tyreek Hill. Shout out to you. But yeah, Eric Bieniemy, he was a game changer. I hope he gets a head coaching job one day. But Nagy has a lot of big shoes to fill, in my opinion, as Bieniemy has led him to two Super Bowl championships, five consecutive AFC championship games. And, and, and to me, the Chiefs should have four Super Bowls. 2019, that penalty, Chris Jones, that, that killed me. I ain't going to lie. That killed me. And then in 2021, their offensive line got depleted. Like, Mahomes was playing with the third stringers out there. I know you Buccaneers fans, you're going to hear this. I'm sorry, but I'm going to be honest. If we had our offensive line, our elite offensive unit healthy, I think we would be three-time Super Bowl champions right now. So that's what, that's what I want to say to you guys. Some training camp news I've been hearing a little bit. Uzoma, who, like I said, he was a big 12 defensive player of the year out of Kansas State, hometown kid. He's been making rave reviews, showing why he was a first-round pick, being explosive off the edge, uh, rushing the quarterback and looking elite. You also have Rashid Rice from SMU, who's been getting rave reviews as potential a top-tier wide receiver. And he's been looking – he's been forming great chemistry with Patrick Mahomes, and that's going to do wonders for them. Considering Kadarius Toney, he's out with a torn meniscus that he suffered in pre-practice session the first day of training camp which is going to hurt them because they're kind of kind of depleted at the wide receiver position. They don't have the same weapons that they used to have in years past. So they're going to need those guys to step up such as second year wide receiver Sky Moore. They're going to need Rashid Rice to continue to do what he's doing. If he could continue to do what he's doing in training camp, show them in the preseason and then take that to the games, that's going to do wonders for their offense. And then Chris Jones, he's holding out right now. Um, they're trying to come up with a contract for him. He wants to be the high, highest paid, if not the highest paid, then the second highest paid defensive pass rusher in the league. He's looking for a deal around $30 million per year, similar to around Aaron Donald with the Los Angeles Chargers, who's making $31 million a year. And he's deservedly so. He deserves it. Um, he's had 232 pressures over the last seven seasons. 
which is second to Aaron Donald to, with 274 in that same time frame. He's had 65 sacks in that seven-year span. And last season, he had 15 and a half sacks and a dominant showing in the AFC Championship game. So he's deserving of the money. It's just a matter of if they're willing to give him that because they also have a lot of young guys coming up in the future, really talented. They're going to have to extend. So, yes, yeah, those are a little rundown of some of the Chiefs offseason. Also, I can't forget Justin Ross, undrafted wide receiver. He went through a lot of adversity, neck and back injuries as well. It's a guy who had to get out the mud. I'm kind of talking about doing injuries and being undrafted. So as a double whammy right there. And he's been making great reviews in training camp as well. Andy Reid has not, had nothing but good things to say about him and his work ethic. And that'll be a great Cinderella story for not only the Chiefs, but for the league to see a guy who had to come overcome adversity with injuries and being undrafted to now be a potential impact player for the Chiefs. And I think with Tony being out with injuries, that's going to open up a slot for him. So that's a little rundown from the Chiefs offseason. Cool. Man, very thorough. It might sound like just like a real NFL <laughs> reporter. Oh, man, thank you, man. <laughs> that was good. That, that's, why, that's why you take notes and review them, man. Hey, that was very good. But, um, hey, open for questions. Up, <laughs> 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 All right, Tony Reality. <laughs> All right, everybody got questions. Let me see. Uh, let me say, I'll start us off, man. Uh, one thing that I'm definitely looking at would be the receivers that uh, Mahomes would be throwing to. Uh, we know Kelsey is A1 for day one, but I'm really concerned that we don't really see who would be WR1 um, as far as the Chiefs go. And I'm looking at something from, hold on one second, arrowheadpride.com. And it said that, had it up, there we go. On um, passes traveling 10 to 19 yards downfield, Mahomes only, Mahomes only completed 47% of those attempts, meaning half of those he dropped, half of those, whatever, less than half of those. So that's kind of concerning for somebody that you're expecting to be wide receiver one to that you say. Yeah. Well, outside of Kelsey, you do have a point in terms of being concerned of the wide receiver department. In my honest opinion, I think Tony, once he gets back healthy, I think he has the talent and the ability to be a number one wide receiver. But it's all a matter of staying healthy because he has not really proven he can stay on the field for a prolonged period of time. Uh, Sky Moore, he kind of had a disappointing rookie season last year. Many expected more from the second round draft pick in 2022. But I expect now he has more confidence being in the system for a year now. He knows the in and outs of the schemes, Andy Reid, how they like to slot him, where they want to put him. I think those two guys are the main options I expect to take the next step and be potential wide receiver options, number one. And if Rasheed, Rasheed Rice, man, if he if he continues to do what he's doing in training camp and could bring that to the field, I think we're looking at a rookie who could make a lot of noise this season. Yeah, to be fair, I don't know who was. I guess I guess Juju was wide receiver one last year. I, I did yeah, really yeah, have actually, a wide receiver honestly, one last ever year. Since, ever since Hill left, I don't even know who to yeah. call wide receiver one for the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey's been wide receiver one. Yeah, exactly. So well, nah, he's a tight end. Wide receiver one. He does it all, man. He blocks everything. He's one of the best, man. Yeah, I know. Some people, have him at, some people arguably has him, have him as the best ever, but that's a. Topic for another day. Yeah, that's way till you retire. That, that, <laughs> yeah. that could be a discussion. It's, it's yeah. a lot of we can. That's a lot, a have, a lot of people have Gronk on, up there, and even Shannon right. Sharp, Unc Shark. He even said Gronk is the greatest Titan ever. That's a lot coming from three-time Super Bowl champion. So, yeah, gotta give kudos. I guess uh, my question would be more centered around Chris Jones. I guess what are, are they close to a deal, or you know, are they just super far away? Like what, what's going? Well, on Chris Jones has stated that he wants to be a chief for life. So, and that was just a few months ago. So I'm not expecting him to really want to leave the Chiefs, especially with, the, with their winning culture. So if I'm Chris Jones, yes, I do want my money. But then again, you got to look at it. He's 29. A lot of guys in the NFL, 
once they reach that 30 mark, usually when you're outside of the quarterback position, they usually tail to tend to fall off a little bit, like that precipitous drop. But I don't expect him to. He is a great worker. He's a great teammate. And I expect the Chiefs to really give him the deal. Maybe not. He might not get the money exactly he wants to, what he wants, but maybe in the 25 to $28 million range. He deserves it because he has been proven on the big stage. And he's a big, intricate part of why they won the two Super Bowl championships. They don't win those championships without him. Yep. yep. I mean, he won the best in the game. So definitely. Another person y'all won of one of those championships without is Eric Bieniemy. So I got to just say, hypothetically, if that number one quarterback in the league ain't looking like the number one quarterback in the league, would you, just you personally, DJ, would you put that more so on Mahomes, on uh, Andy Reid, or the fact that Bianami left? That's a good question. I'll have to put, I'll probably put that on Matt Nagy. You're, you're coming into a position of a guy who's won multiple championships, who led the top passing offense for the last five seasons they average over 30.1 points per game and 406.2 yards per game during his tenure there which is incredible so and Mahomes has proven you've seen the guys he's played with he's dealt with injuries to his players he's able to maneuver on the fly improvise so I can't really put on Mahomes he has seen improvement time and time again he's able to come up there in big situations remember that situation a few years ago when they were down 24 to nothing against the Texans they had no business in coming back I, I thought the game was over and then I looked at my app on Beast Report they came back and won the game. I would never put anything past this guy. So I wouldn't blame it on Mahomes. And then Reed, before they won a championship 2020, the the stat the status or the reputation on Reed was that he can't do it in the big games. He can't do it in the playoffs. And ever since he's paired with Mahomes, what have they done? They've proven the haters wrong. Mahomes has proven his style has worked, even though he's a flashy style. Some people don't like his style. They think he should be more in the pocket, like the old school quarterbacks like Brady and Manning. But he has proven and brought a new flair to the game and forever changed the game, in my opinion. I call him like the Steph Curry of the NFL. He just, he's a daredevil. He's willing to try things that you never thought. I don't know if you guys seen some of the clips, short reels. He's throwing behind the back passes like it's not looking like Magic Johnson. I'm like, man, he's going to go on the basketball court, man. The Knicks could use him right now. They could use another point guard. He runs in some rest sometimes, playing him 45 minutes in the playoffs. I'm like, yo, what are you doing, man? <laughs> but yeah, if I, if I had to blame anybody, I'll have to, if they don't be successful as successful this year, I'll have to put on Nagy. Yeah, so I want to double down, double down on that question as well. Um, first of all, are you a Knicks fan? Nah, I, I just like great NBA players, but I just want to shout to that. Yeah, at the point oh, of the Knicks. Yeah, don't don't, sure. don't don't run Russ into the ground. We love him over there, man. We love him over here. Please, he's the best thing that happened to us for a while now. It's been, it's been yeah, a little while. Definitely in Julius Randle. But anyways, <laughs> so Matt Nagy. I, I, we got to get back to this Matt Nagy point because you mentioned Eric Bieniemy has had your offense in the top three in the past, what, three seasons, I believe. And when you look back at Nagy's um, resume, so to speak, not only Mitchell Trubisky, Chase Daniel, Nick yeah. Folds, Andy Dalton, Justin Fields may be the best quarterback that he's had, most talented, I don't know. But where do you see this offense now lying? Like, where are they going false, like that 6 through 10 range? Or do you see them 11 through 15? Because I do believe there'll be a drop-off with Nagy yeah. coaching. I don't believe it'll be that far because I do believe that Patrick Mahomes is not, if not the best quarter, best player, best quarterback in the league. So I'm not going to put anything past him. But even when Tyreek Hill left, you know, like you said, there was some drop-off there, but we thought there would be drop-off. So where do you place this offense in a range of like six through ten? Oh, like well, I, said, I think they'll rank. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Honestly, you do have a point. I think their offense is going to take a little bit of a dip, but I still expect them to be a top ten offense in the league just because of Mahomes and Kelsey connection. 
They're a dynamic duo. They're one of the best quarterback tie-in duos we've ever seen. They won multiple Super Bowl championships, and they just have that will to win. They're going to push their teammates every day to get better in practice. I also expect Isaiah Pacheco, the second-year running back, to take a next step this year. He's going to get more snaps now in the run game with uh, Clark being gone now. And he, to me, he was more productive last season in the snaps he got to play than Clark. So I expect him to take another step this season as well. He also was like an extra pass blocker for them and like an extra receiver in the slot for them as well. So I expect Mahomes and Kelsey to find a way to make it work for them because they they've done it over the years. I've seen them improvise time and time again. Even sometimes as a Chiefs fan, I thought, yo, I, I don't know how they're going to win this game. And they somehow find a way to come back. Like when they came back, that Bills game against the Bills a few years ago, I said, whoa, I, I, did, I couldn't believe what my eyes were seeing. That was the greatest football game I ever witnessed live. I think that was in the 2022 playoffs that year. I was like, man. But yeah, those two, Kelsey and Mahomes, I never put anything past them. And Emma Reed as the mastermind. The big three, I got to give it to them. They've they proven to us time and time again. We can't count them out. Cool. Let's see. I guess uh, one correction, Frank Clark was the defensive end. So I think you think about uh, Clyde. Oh, it was, where, oh, yeah. Clyde, it was, it was Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Yeah, he was the running back too. But Frank Clark, I think he was the running back too. He was on their roster. Now Frank Clark was the pass rusher. Defense pass rusher, end. okay. Yeah, some reason I was looking on Kansas City website. I said Frank Clark running back. So okay, it's uh, yeah, they probably, they messed, yeah, they probably messed up there too. <laughs> Is it uh, it was Lair still there? Uh, say it again. It was Clyde. It was Lair still there? I think. Uh, yes. Okay. I believe so. But I do. Yeah, I think Pacheco taking all his snaps. I yeah. think they kind of out on him. Yeah. But anybody else? Oof, hot in here now, sweaty. <laughs> when I ran for Trying not to turn AC on, trying not to have too much background noise, you know. <laughs> right, we're gonna you defend a chance, man. We're gonna chill. We're gonna chill. Oh, yeah, I mean, y'all do, yeah, that's the champs, man. But let's go on to some of the since uh, I charge this real person, I think uh last minute out, so he's not gonna be on. So we're gonna go to the bottom drillers of the division from last year, starting with the Raiders, Darren. What's going on with the Las Vegas Raiders? What's going on? <laughs> they technically third place. I'm just going to say, technically, you got the brother dead last. So we got to finish with them, Chris. Just had to let you know on that. Here, so, uh, DJ, uh, I'm not going to be able to outstat uh, you on some of those things here. But here's Raiders fan. Here's the biggest one. They haven't won a playoff game since 2002. That's the right away. That's always my biggest concern with them. Right there, Titans. Sorry, P Shark. That's who they beat. That was the that's the one. The last time they've won. So it's been twenty years. This yeah, year in the no. offseason, for me, these are <laughs> these are my big for me. They a well needed change at quarterback. I'm glad they got a new quarterback. I, I was over Carr, so I'm glad we got Garoppolo <laughs> over there. That's why. That's the biggest offseason. Oh we man, we signed Jacoby Myers after we made a deal with him. If he throws the ball backward backwards fifty yards and we get a touchdown <laughs> off of it, we'll sign him to a three year, thirty three million dollar deal. So that was our upgrade at wide receiver. He's supposed to give us a little bit more depth to go with Adams. Hopefully Renfro has a bat has a bounce back here. He was terrible last year. He fumbled multiple times on like little routes that killed us at the end of the game. One of them in particular that cost us a game at the end of the year. Um, they signed a little bit more depth. This is the weakest area, the two weakest areas the Raiders have been at for years as well as linebacker and cornerback. And like in my lifetime, and those positions outside of Charles Woodson have never been out been addressed for just decades. It's crazy. Um, so they, they signed Peters Epps. I wouldn't say those are your top notch corners, but hopefully they're a little bit more mistake free than the guys have been before because of the penalties they get on third and fourth down. We all remember the last regular season game where the chargers played the Raiders a couple years ago. I mean, I don't think Herbert could, 
can convert any more third or fourth downs on a last possession than you could that year. So that's been the Raiders' problem as well for years. And then the biggest concern for their defense is that they've never they don't get pressure on the quarterback. If you don't get pressure in the quarterback in the NFL, you're not winning games. It's just not happening. They got 27 sacks last year. They draft Wilson with the seventh pick overall this year. They draft Young from Alabama in the third round. Hopefully those two guys together give them a little bit more push with Crosby at the other spot, who's a beast for them at the defensive end spot. But he can't do it by himself. So hopefully that's the other thing. And then they haven't lost Devontae Adams yet. So that was a good thing. <laughs> They've held on to him. I'm sure, you know, that's that's to be still a big storyline. And then, of you course. Said, yeah, you said, yeah, like it's going to happen now. <laughs> well, you don't know, man. I know with the Raiders, you never know half a year down the line. You know, like he they, he lost his guy car. So that to me is the biggest concern. We'll see if him and Garoppolo don't build a connection. You know, you never know where that stuff goes. So hopefully that's my one thing I'm really pointing towards them at the beginning is they got to get a connection. And then, of course, there's Josh Jacobs, the leading rusher from last year, sign a contract. I think he does at the end of the day. I think he does because usually running backs don't have a better career if they sit out a year. But I don't know. I think he ends up coming back. So those are, to me, the big things that they ended up doing this offseason. Uh, we'll see what happens for them going uh, going forward. Right. Question. I, I can start the questions on this one. Yeah. Jimmy G, normally, he's known to win games. He's like one of those regular season quarterbacks, like Titans. We got Ryan Tannehill, who kind of, yeah. they get a big, they get disrespected in the grand scheme of things because in the playoffs, they don't show up. But people kind of take act like they can't win at all. Like, they just are. They don't win the regular season, but they win the regular season. So, Jimmy G, with that switch from Derek Carr to him, do you expect y'all, just for him, whatever he does, he finds a way to win games the regular season. Do you expect y'all to improve just from making that switch because he's just known to win games. That's the weirdest thing, right? You're going from like average to average a little bit. You're just trying to hope your average is a little bit better this time around, basically with, with him. The one thing I'll say this is like with Garoppolo Carr, the thing that frustrated me the most with him is that he was, he made mistakes a lot towards the fourth quarter. And I, I know a lot of people think of that Garoppolo run in the playoffs he had where he was like playing with a shoulder injury where they beat the Packers in snow. Like, that's kind of the memory. But, like, other than those, like, he usually is pretty solid with his decisions, like his checkdowns and that point from there. But my problem with Carr was always, like, the fumbles and interceptions. I'm hoping Garoppolo can cut down on some of those decisions, be a little bit more third down efficient. The Raiders were not good in third down situations most of his tenure there. They would get big plays with them, but they would they had a hard time sustaining drives, which then would eat more time up. And you, if you have one of the worst defenses in the history of the league for the last 20 years, you want to keep them off the field. So, like, to me, that's a big thing with, like, Garoppolo. I'm not going to say sit here and, like, say massive upgrade. I'm just kind of saying I think Carr had run his course with the Raiders, and I think it's time to get fresh blood in there at the quarterback position. I got a question. That's it. Devontae Adams, he literally went to Vegas because he wanted to hook up with his buddy Derek Carr. Derek Carr is no longer there. So, do you think he's going to be there past the trade deadline? That's why I was number five. Be honest, number five on, on the concern list. Number five on the concern list. There, be real. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say he does make it all the way through the year. More based on the fact that the NFL, I don't see as many trades. That's the more at this point of the year. That's what I'm more basing it on. I think something have to go crazy wrong. Garoppolo does have injury history. If we're starting to get to Hoyer, Aiden O'Donnell, fourth week of the season, we might be in that type of territory, you know, where he's asking for a request. But I would say there's a 90% chance he plays out the whole year at the Raiders. Better chance next offseason something like that happens. I agree with that because 
Yeah, his con. You have to remember his contract. That's uh, a tough one too. Dolph's contracts yeah. don't get traded in the middle of the season in the NFL. Hey. Yeah, unless you're giving us something back with the same contract, that doesn't happen. The, the reason I ask is because the production of wide receivers, like we're going, we're literally in a league where running backs ain't getting paid because wide receivers are getting thrown yep. too much. And if I know that Jimmy G go get hurt sometime eventually, and I'm looking at it, do I want to sit here and, and play with a rookie quarterback? Because ultimately, that's what I think is going to happen to the Raiders. You know, I've been with the Raiders. I like the Raiders. But y'all been sucking. <laughs> so my thing is, if you're going to suck, go ahead and suck all the way and get one of the top picks. Yeah. But do you, if you're Devontae Adams and you're top three, top four wide receiver in the league, do you want to stay with this organization? I think he tried to get traded in the offseason. I think he asked about it. I think that's where he did. Like, I, I bet his agent, like, threw that around the teams. I would not. Yeah, it's got to be something, right? I mean, I he there's no way. I'm, he had to be thinking the same thing. Or he's pissed because they told him car is going to be there. And obviously, if you're told something at work and then it, that changes, you're kind of at least a little riled up for a little bit. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes you vent a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. And then they say what Shark said there is like, dude, your contract's not, it's not happening. And you're one of the top 20 players in the NFL. It's just it's not going to happen. So I think that's that's why I think he's, he's with them the rest of the year. I saw Ryan had a question about McDaniels. That's also my concern. I think he's one of the worst coaches in the league. We have him. That's what I think. <laughs> I had a question. Yeah. You go. So, uh, say the Raiders don't have a great season or Garoppolo gets hurt early in the season. Do you think they should tank for Caleb Williams, who's getting a lot of phrase as the next Patrick Mahomes, Heisman Trophy winner? That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. You're going to suck, suck all the way. <laughs> like you said. Just do the Raiders make the playoffs, man? 2000, the last time they've made the playoffs was 2000, what was it, 16, 17, when they played the Bengals there, but won a playoff game was 02. Uh, they beat, they won Man, I was, I was two oh, years old. Yeah, we was, we was, was fighting. 21 years oh, ago. I was a wow. baby. I was at Oakland Coliseum there. Steve yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a 2000 born baby, man. I'm 2000 born. <laughs> so, damn, I was on diapers last time. We was fighting Iraq back then. All right, my fault. Go ahead. What, what, <laughs> I mean, that fourth, that Tampa Bay defense y'all lost to in the Super Bowl just got their fourth oh, uh, Hall of Famer yesterday. <laughs> right there, Barbara. Come on, unnecessary. <laughs> Hey man, yeah. If Grapple gets hurt early on, man, all I say is take for Williams, man. They don't. They they've never like Carr. Like people consider their best quarterback, and like for the last ten years, yes, tank get a stud quarterback, please, 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 please. Talking about generational talent here, so yeah. At least my guy on the Panthers up here now. He's got the one pick. You got some hope a little bit, so that's what you want for sure. I'm with you on that. Tank. I can't wait to talk about my boys. I can't wait. I can't wait. But look, what what I mean, what what's up? Like what you think y'all gonna have a good season? Y'all good? You what you confident? So bet I, I yeah, best case scenario, best case scenario, eleven. Like that's everything breaks right, everything in the world right. I think they're to me there's <laughs> how can I look at you and say they're a, they're no more than an eight win team? I have them at eight. Go Raiders. I got them at eight. The eight and eighters, that's what they're called out here. Like, but they can only go eight and nine now. So it's eight and nine now. So that's eight and eighters. <laughs> that's what they're called out here. That's what they always do. And I'm a fan of the team. That's the frustration they've built and I, over the years with this team. So if I how can I sit here too and say, yeah, they're gonna win eleven games? Like and then, like, yeah, like, yeah, I just can't. <laughs> And we just talked up Mahomes. It's hard to it's hard to sell that. So that's the hardest point of it. I'm just hoping they develop on defense. That's all I care about. Just something on defense for the life, for the love of God. Put up something on defense. The eight and eighters is worse than the Mizzards. The Washington <laughs> Mizzards. Oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> Hold on, oh my God. Man. So uh, to to that whatever you just called them. Um, <laughs> 
this Raiders team hasn't again won a playoff game. We talk about how the Cowboys have won a playoff game or whatever for a while, but the Raiders haven't won a playoff game since it was that Jerry Rice and Tim Brown yep. uh, were receivers back then. Um, yep. So my question to you is, like, what is that pass rush should be more elite than what it is, right? What do you, I heard you talk about linebackers? What's going on in those defensive tackles that you think may be hurting the pass rush, or do you need a new scheme or coordinator possibly to because you're you're playing in the vision that you're going to need to rush the passer, whether it's Russell, uh, Pat, or, or Herbert? So, what are you guys doing defensively or now? What do you hope happens so you can get those eight wins? Yeah, they got Nichols and Ter- they got Terry at the defensive tackles. They came on a little bit last year, but they were both were kind of pickups. They weren't like your like star players. They kind of got them and they played a little bit better when they came on to the Raiders. Again, I think Wilson uh, off the edge, like we already talked about Crosby, but also Young, that who they drafted in the third round out of Alabama. I think they're hoping for a little bit more of him from what I've been reading during the offseason. He's supposed to be giving me a little bit of a push. Hopefully they get a back a bounce back year from Chris Jones. I mean, he wasn't he only had four and a half sacks last year, the year before. He had been very good. So I mean, like you sign this guy to give you eight nine sacks and he gives you four and a half there's your there's some production right there and like you said we need something from the defensive tackles that's honestly a huge concern and it's been because they don't if you don't stop the run up the middle and you don't get a pass rush up the middle that's you know one-on-one football right there so to me that's right there definitely one of their biggest issues we'll see if one of these guys step up nickels and they maybe get the job done they did come on a little bit at moments last year Golly, I just looked up the number one song in 2002. What is it? No, no, no. It's not the Macarena, uh, like Sheedy's. Ironically, the Macarena is the the last time that the uh, the Cowboys Cowboys. went to the Super Bowl. Macarena was like 96. That's the last time the Cowboys went to the Super Bowl. That was before my time, and I didn't even know that. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna chill. We're gonna chill on the but the, the song 2002, ironically, if y'all watched the fight last weekend, Eminem lose yourself. That was a number one. Wow. Well, they've lost ever since. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Lose yourself. They lost them. They lost them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mike, Mike said the Raiders were signing Jesus to play defensive back. <laughs> oh, man. But <laughs> moving forward, before I'm actually have Chris go next, but we got our guest who's covering the Chargers. I'm finna break him in. Uh, Ray, how's it going? Hey, hey better late than never. <laughs> hey, hey, glad you're right there. But uh, we can't hear you. Hey, wait, you no on, volume. You Uh-oh. on mute? Make sure you make sure you off mute, bro. Okay, oh, yeah, there we go. I got no bro. Good right. man. I <laughs> right, appreciate you hopping in. But first up, if I get to the Chargers, uh, you're gonna get the Broncos, Chris. Gonna let us know what's going on in Broncos country. Take the hat off, damn. Listen, <laughs> are y'all are y'all still riding? Man, <laughs> listen here. Uh, good evening, everybody listening. Uh, <laughs> let's start off with these Broncos record last year, man. So we went five and twelve, absolutely terrible. And we probably would have had one of those top picks in the draft this year if we hadn't traded away for the corniest quarterback in the NFL. But that's okay. That is okay. Uh, you know, I, I want to know, guys, you know, I respect Russell and his relationship and everything. Like, that's that's great to see black love, you know, and Sierra was my, you know, growing up, man, that was bae. So, you know, shout out to him. There's no hate there at all. I'm proud of him. But, you know, for him to do all of that corny stuff that he did, 
once he got to Denver, like I ain't even like they throw out what he he's been known for his whole career. The guy you can't take away his football ability. Like he's been a great quarterback up until you know he had some injuries the last couple of years. But he comes there and starts off this let's ride and and it, it man it was terrible, bro. And 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 to look at you know we were last in the comp in the uh, division last year. Just looking at what we gave up to get. Russell Wilson, which I was very excited about. Don't get me wrong. Like, I get into the back situation in a minute. We gave up two firsts back-to-back years, 2022-2023. We gave up two seconds, 2022-2023. We gave up a fifth-round pick as well in 2022. Uh, We gave up Noah Fett, which was starting to look like a – like a he was going to be – I mean, up there in, in, in Seattle, he's done okay. But when he was with us, he started to look like he was going to be something for real. Uh, we just had to get a quarterback in there to throw in the ball. Uh, Shelby Harris was decent. And Drew Locke, I mean, the most viral moment he's gotten is, you know, dancing to put on. You know, <laughs> that's the, that's really what he's known for. I mean, he was okay. He was cool. But, um, man, we've had a, like, quarterback this debacle, bro, for years. I mean, like, I, I started out watching the Broncos. Now, I tell you, it's funny, but like when NFL 2K was out, like that's when I first started playing Pee Wee, uh, Pee Wee League football. And I'm looking at NFL 2K, obviously, you're looking at Tennessee, that's home team, that's where you know, from Memphis. So, uh, Tennessee was the hometown team. I love the colors, blue was always one of my favorite colors, but for some reason, I got attracted to that Broncos logo. I mean, y'all look at it, man, come on, one of the dopest logos and color schemes in the league, you know, and that's really how I came fan of them playing with them on the game uh learned who shannon sharp and uh terrell davis like i became a fan through 2k you know like these a lot of these kids that play the nba uh 2k version um nowadays that's how i became a bronco fan i've been a lifelong fan since then so uh jake Plummer was one of my favorite guys man and we haven't really had anybody <laughs> hold it down um since jake Plummer. um you look at kyle orton like I don't even let's 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 skip that situation. I don't even want to talk about him. Um, that man just took money from us, basically. It, it was the, the worst situation ever with him. And he just don't care to play ball, like he just could have sat down somewhere. Uh Jay Culler, same thing. That's even worse. Like we have been struggling to find a quarterback for pretty much my entire season as a Broncos fan, outside of when we brought in Peyton Manning, and everybody knows how you know what happened with that. You know, that was great. Um it was a time to be alive for sure. But the problem is that it almost set off like a precedence because from him on, like we've been trying to catch guys late in their prime or kids lighting in a bottle. And so you look at um, they go and draft. Uh, they got Brock Osweiler, which, you know, people were thinking he was going to be something. Uh, Paxton Lynch out of Memphis, you know, us that watched him in Memphis. We was like, oh, OK, six, seven quarterback, a slang that jump. Like he got out there and was terrible. So it look, you look at John Elway, which has been – so glad he stepped down. Like, I respect his career and what he did for the game, bro. But, like, you have to have one of the worst eyes for talent and t- to be a, a great quarterback like he was. It's just, like, how do you – I don't get it. I really don't get it. I know it sounds like I'm trashing my team, but I got to be honest, bro. Like, if y'all listen to I, I, I know my guess. I got to keep it honest. Like, if we if we terrible, we terrible. And so, uh, you know, we even brought in Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, uh, at the end of his career, Teddy Bridgewater did, you know, decent. I, I give him, he did what he could do with what he had, uh, made us respectable. But outside of that, bro, we've been struggling. So, uh, like I said, to get back on track with Russell, um, his situation, I'm thinking that it's going to be a better season this year because I'm glad 
I'll get to that just here in a second with our coaching situation. That's another thing we really struggle with. Uh, Mike Shanahan, the GOAT Broncos coach that we've had. Um, John Fox came in and, you know, he had a great roster, but you also got to put the piece together. And he did a good job of getting making us competitive while he was there. Same thing as the quarterback position. We haven't had a stabilizer in that locker room or somebody that knows X's and O's. Uh, I can't remember which game it was. I want to say it was the first, but I may be wrong. And this was one of my breaking points when I decided I wasn't going to pay for league pass last year. Not league pass, my bad. Sunday ticket. Uh, because they don't show the Broncos game as much here. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to get you know NFS on the ticket. I want to see what Russell and his squad is going to do. And it gets to the end of the game. And this the coach, um, uh, <laughs> he decides to, the dude that you're paying all this money to that you gave up all these picks to, instead of relying on him, he been he been terrible the whole game, but instead of relying on him to, to like actually earn his paycheck, you set up for a field goal and you miss. And that, that started a president throughout the whole season of just terrible mistakes. You bring it in that visor to help you make better football decisions, and it just don't work out. Like, exactly, bro. I'm saying league pads. Exactly. I had to go get league pads. It was so bad. I didn't even want to watch football no more, to be honest. But, um, you know, I'm glad to have it out of the way. Like, you can say what you want about the shots being fired and, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets feeling some type of way, but we just got to keep it 100 like this dude did a terrible job he wasn't ready like he it was more so a pep rally um but up until you know football really was played and once he got into the game he didn't know how to adjust and, and really you know get the team where they needed to go and so uh, i'm glad to have sean payton here I'm, I'm not really like super high on him when he was not with us um but you got to respect him and what he did with the new orleans saints so i'm glad to have him there uh I'm, he's gonna be able to kind of just get some structure with this squad uh because we got young talent you know that's the thing about it. like they have talent they just got to put it all together and i'm gonna start i'm not gonna be as thorough as dj but i am gonna kind of just go through our like biggest holes which have been not even a hole but just some issues so like our receiver situation uh Courtney Sutton, he's been there for a while big receiver he's a you know he he can he can make a big play not super fast but he just got that big body there where he can you know he can make some out of nothing he can make some things happen uh he needed somebody to throw him the ball and so again russell coming in hopefully it's a better season this year and shape um better structure and all that better offense uh you got my favorite out of the group jerry judy uh best footwork i feel like in the league i mean you can you, you can argue that with a few guys but footwork wise dude is amazing very talented uh again you got to get somebody that can give him the ball it was a lot of times where russell wilson even last year was throwing lame ducks at the man he was wide open and he's having to that's the worst thing like i played receiver um in high school and that's one of the worst things which we didn't have to worry about sharky because jeff had an arm if one, one thing about it oh, you yeah, can say he, whatever but he yeah. had an arm he could throw that job to the to the school from the field <laughs> but it's one of the worst things bro as a receiver when you have beat your man like you have ran the perfect route got separation and all of that and then you got a ball that especially on the deep route that's behind you and you having to stop slowing like that's just that's just that's not a good feeling and so like i said you got to get somebody that's gonna have to um giving the ball and getting russell uh, hoping they worked on that got whatever injuries he may have been battling out the way uh kj hamler um you know heart goes out to him because he's having you know some heart issues they actually cut him um he you know shorter receiver but one of those guys you can throw in the slot that could he got potential he battled with some injury stuff as well his first couple of years but he was showing you know the flashes that he can be maybe not quite a tyreek hill type guy but like he had certain you know with his speed he could make plays happen he may come back you know if they can figure out what's going to happen with his 
with his heart. Uh, but they waived him. Tim Patrick, back-to-back years of season-ending injuries. Bro. Like, we don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's it's a tough break uh to see for him. And so um, you know, I will say one of the standout things uh from the camp has been Montreal, Washington, uh, which he had a great camp last season as well. And um, just when that I don't even want to call him by his name because he really didn't really help us. But when uh, when he brought in the advisor, uh, he really sat him on the bench and didn't play him much uh, the rest of the season. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, he I think he's going to get a chance with Patrick being, you know, sitting out and Hamler being a wave. I think he's going to get a chance to actually be a part of that main three at receiver. Our running backs, Melvin Gordon, bro. I don't know if he played with butter on his hands the whole year, but he fumbled the hell out of the ball the whole season and then was mad when he didn't get a call back. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, so glad to see Javante Williams is, is, you know, about to be healthy. And number one, really, you know, biggest plus for us right now has been our defense. Uh, top 10 defense, you got PS2, Patrick Sertan, the second. Uh, been balling since his rookie year, so glad to have him, you know, especially me growing up watching Champ Bailey and all those guys in secondary, uh, John Lynch and them. Um, him and Justin Simmons, they can really hold it down when they're on the field. You know, Simmons had some injuries last year. Um, but him, Alex Singleton, you got him at, at linebacker. He had a you know really decent year as well. Uh, and then you bring in Frank Clark, like hey, if Kansas City, if y'all don't want him, great. We we, we one of our glaring needs was pass rushing last year. We will take him. Um, so I'm glad they brought him in. And then one of the other biggest um, you know, highlights from camp has been Nick. With Nito, so he's been you know backing him up, and they make problem out there quite a bit as well. Uh, to mess it up, if you got some you know great pass rushing along with the secondary that we got, I think we're gonna be pretty good and still see you know still be a top 10 defense. It's just you know, our biggest thing is gonna be the offense, man. Can we put points on the board? So, uh, that's really all I got for the Broncos, man. I'm hoping that you know we turn that you know, we went five and 12. I'm looking for a 12 and five season. Um, as long as they just go about it in a mature way, and then obviously you got to have health on your side too. So, um, I'm gonna predict us to be you know, you got to give respect to Kansas City, even though I do think that their receiver situation is gonna kind of hamper them a little bit. But I'm definitely looking at us being you know, second in the AFC West for sure, right? I guess I kick off the questions. I really expect our offense to be uh, be good. I mean, Sean Payton, I what he did with the Saints, Sean Payton is known to be like a real offensive guy. So I, I expect your offense to get better. Um, I heard you say you think Frank Clark helps y'all at the end. I guess my question would be how much, because Frank Clark did have a pretty disappointing team with the Chiefs based on what he got paid coming from Seattle. Yeah. Um, so how much better do you expect him to really help y'all pass rushing situation without Von Miller and uh, Bradley Chubb? Because it's kind of like he was saying a minute ago, like you kind of going, you know, you're upgrading from average. Anything is is an upgrade. He got the talent. Like he had, he had a, you know, not so great bad. I mean, he had, had a not so great year last year, but um, I mean, the talent is there. You know what I'm saying? And when you get those guys again, just um, getting them in a different system. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Could be some other stuff. Um, from what we were going once we lost Chubb. And again, you're talking about Von Miller. Uh, we just put in DeMarcus Ware into the Hall of Fame this weekend. Like, um, trying to replace and you know get those guys is gonna be a dime a dozen but if you can just get um just 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 guys that you don't have to worry about i think he's gonna have a bounce back season for sure uh and putting him again with the, the secondary that we got like 
just focus on what you got to do the guys behind you gonna cover their tails off i think again just upgrading on what we had from what we lost i think it's gonna be a plus for us for sure uh first of all i just want to make a, a quick correction before anybody else goes we put the marcus square in the hall of fame it wasn't just the broncos so you know where i'm coming from real quick my bad uh, on that one it's okay it's okay sometimes we overspeak ourselves um now oh, did, he, did, did he get ring with y'all though mm. he didn't but we didn't have Peyton Manning oh, no. either that was a good one though that was a good one his all fame career was because of the Cowboys though right y'all I got you, I what got he did there right so you, speaking of the Broncos right so, oh my god 10 games lost by less than one possession to that you say what to what do you say can make y'all better than the Chargers to take that second place because you we we almost to charge. We haven't said the Chiefs are number one yet, but if the Chiefs are what we aspire to be, how can you be second with ten of your games? Two of those going in overtime, right? And a few of those by one loss. What can you guys do better? Russell got to be better, bro. That's. I mean, I, I really can't. You had some people that would come out and like try to defend him last year, but like it got to a point that where like he was just making stuff so difficult for himself. And when you point out that stat, like. That's so crazy that if, if if Russell was just average Russell last year, it probably changes our season totally. Now, granted, I don't think we was winning no chip at all, but it definitely doesn't end you with a five and twelve record. Um, it was probably the worst Monday. Was it Monday night or Sunday night? I can't even remember who we played, but it had to have been the worst game in NFL history because Thursday the, night. It was Thursday the night. 40, the 49ers. Bro, yes, yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was because my uncle's no, yes. a 49 fan. Yes, and we was calling each other, like, man, why are we even watching this game? Because neither one of these folks can score. Like, it's just it, you painting yourself to sit here and watch this. And it was like, if Russell again, if he was just average Russell, I'm not even saying at an elite level, that game is different. You know, he's missing passes. It's like he didn't really wasn't familiar with the playbook. Uh, I don't know, bro. I, I I really couldn't put my finger on what the issue was last, last year without just putting it all or mostly on him and whatever the issue he had going on with the coaching staff in front office or whatever. But um, I'm thinking, like you said, bringing in Sean Payton, man, uh, feel how you want to feel about him. I think he's going to get these guys from one, a mentality standpoint. We talk about with the Grizzlies all the time. Like they, you know, they got the talent that they need to have just a, a certain structure with our star players and stuff like that. Like bringing that in to get these guys on the right track, I think that's going to do wonders for us. Um, and, and that's where I see it at. You know, it, it, it's not going to be, you know, 10 one possession games this year. I don't think. I would doubt it. But if that is the case, I think this is the year you will see there's a difference where we actually capitalize on that being able to score the ball. Because our defense, again, they're going to do what they got to do. Uh, I'm not really worried about them too much. Um, again, par and health always. But um, just putting the ball in the end zone, bro, that's going to be the main, the main thing for us this year is, is being able to score. So um, that's what I would say today. And y'all had two games. Mike just put it, and I thought about it right after I said it. The Broncos Coast game. Y'all, y'all had they were in the 49ers. The 49ers was Sunday night football. The Broncos Coast was Thursday yes. night. Don't <laughs> <laughs> they stopped putting us on. It's like we don't even want to watch this mess no more. And I didn't either. I, I was like, bro, like, can we just skip? But then I forgot that we didn't have our draft pick. So it's like, if we lose and tank, it don't even matter. Like, we're not rewarded for losing at this point. So Brian Ryan Harris said, banned them off national TV. <laughs> All the games were trash. <laughs> they were last year. 
Okay, uh, I think uh, DJ, you had the question too. So, uh, DJ, you go first. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had a question. So, uh, how how do you see Russell Wilson redeeming himself this season? Because he's been, you know, below average since he's been with Denver Broncos. And how do you think Patrick Sertan, who's been really good for y'all defensively, how do you think he could take the next step? Uh, starting with Russell, like he's in definitely uh, a better shape. Uh, you can look at him physically and say, like, okay, like as you're getting older, you definitely get in better shape. All that muscle and stuff, like, okay, you know, it is what it is. But like, if you still hurt, like, bro, you need to make sure that you can, um, just last throughout the game, throughout the season. You're not getting, you know, uh, you're not getting drained. So, um, him having again, I can't, I can't speak on it enough, bro, because like I said, it's just bringing them both in around the same time is like just so great for us as Bronco fans because, again, we've been lacking with quarterbacks for the last umpteen years and then coaching staff, too. When you put two guys that, for the most part, the majority of their career, they've been at, you know, the top of their class, it's hard to see guys like that not be able to figure things out. And, you know, again, Sean Payton said it, too. Like, him being, like, just this trophy that they were trying to host around the, the locker room and the, and the, the, the facility – like, you ain't proved nothing here for us to do that. Like, so that tells you, like, we've been without a quarterback for so long. Like, what they say, your mom always tell you, like, act like you've been somewhere before. They was not acting like they've been somewhere before last year, bro. Like, it, it was just pitiful. And I think that, you know, I don't know if Russell just wasn't focused on football or, or what, bro, but it, it's definitely been throughout camp uh, from what I can see. It's been a, a, a focus to say, all right, we're going to be real serious about our business this year. Um, and so I like I said, I'd be surprised if we have another bad year outside of you know, again, I'm always say Hill, but you know, if they can put all that together, I'm I think he's gonna have a bounce back year. And they've they've said it in camp, like his his ball pause, his uh his throws are looking better. <laughs> his throws his throws are looking much better um this year than they did last year. Um he's completing, you know, the deep throws and stuff like that. So uh, I'm excited from that standpoint. Uh, PS2, bro, it's not really much. I don't. I mean, he can he can always take another step, right? But he's already top five corner in the game, and he's only in what year three, four. So uh, again, for him, it's just staying healthy, staying out there. Him continue to be out there with Simmons, and just they had that connection. And if you can again, if you can get pressure on the quarterback, which we've kind of lacked in in the last few years, you know, losing these guys. That's gonna make their job even easier, you know. So, I'm just looking at him to stay where he is. If he takes another leap, then I mean, damn, he's gonna be on the face of, of madness or something. Like, dude is just amazing. So, yeah, uh, Mike's like me. It's hard for Russell Wilson to stay focused on your wife Sierra. That is what I need y'all to understand, Chris. Like, literally, like, and I and I say this respectfully, like. If my wife made this, I don't give a damn about football. That is what I need you to understand. My man is 34 years old. We're the same height. He's done. Okay? He is done. You can look at the stats. You can, <laughs> you can call this me being pissed off from, from 2015 when y'all whooped ass in the Super Bowl. I don't give a damn. You need to understand that even, even in Russell's last season with the Seahawks, it wasn't as good as the year before. And what happened when he comes to the Broncos? He literally has his worst year of his career. And you're yeah, expecting oh. Mr. Ride-Up, 34, going on 35-year-old, married to one of the most beautiful women ever, to come in and save the day? 
Don't he got an office in y'all locker room? I can't tell you if that's so right now, but he did have one last year. That's a hundred percent. So he also, also had like 12 bathrooms in his house. <laughs> Dog. Dog. I don't know, man. I I I, I get it. I, I get it. Like he, he wasn't, he definitely was on the uh he wasn't on the apex of his career when he got there. But again, just being Average Russell is all we asking you to do. Being somebody that can come in and manage the game, bro. We're not asking you to continually roll out and make spectacular plays. We don't really need you to do that. It's no, you're rolling out, right? I, yeah, he you're right. He, yeah, yeah, he, he is, man. So um, I don't know. If it was me, um, I can't really make that excuse. Him being married to Sierra, I would think that would motivate you to go out there and, and just, <laughs> you know, do a little better. That That's just me personally because I know what I get done, what's coming to me. Uh, when I get done, but you know, I ain't gonna lie. If I feel like I made it, like, I'm taking a step back. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, y'all got, got it. it, but I do got, got a serious question though. He did <laughs> get the Super Bowl, Bowl, got his money. Exactly, got the Super Bowl, got the money. Should have had two of them, but that's near enough. Got his wife, got beautiful kids. Like he chilling, he chilling. But I do have a serious uh, question though, and thank y'all so much for literally giving us a vero because y'all ain't want to pay him. Uh, y'all were number two in defense last year. How much of a step back? Because y'all gonna take a step back. How much of a step back do you expect y'all to have? I don't think it's going to be huge. I just – I really don't. Um, I mean, you, you still bring in most of your core guys back. Um, I believe we still got our same defensive coordinator and stuff like that. So, I don't I don't see it being, you know, a big drop-off. No, nah, um, we got y'all defensive coordinator. <laughs> I've re- oh, I'm tripping. That's you're right. Saying. That's what, I, that's what right. I was saying. Thanks. Oh, my God. Yes, you're right. Dang, my y'all bad. so bad. You can't even remember y'all defensive coordinator. He ain't there no more. My bad. My oh. bad. Uh, you're right. Um, Vegas Raiders, number three. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> oh. The players are still there. The, the, the players are still there. I, I don't – you you got me on that one. You're right. I, um... Number four Denver Broncos, top four pick in NFL draft coming soon. No, 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 no. I, I can't rock with that one. Like I said, if you still got your if you still got your same core guys, all I'm looking for again, I'm gonna keep harping back on it. If for that offense to just take a step. If the offense takes a step, bro, like this is a different conversation. So I still look at this number two, even without him. Like, yeah, he was great for what he did. Damn, I, I did not realize he was gone. My bad. Um, he done messed me up on the show. Uh, we'll see, man. You're I still welcome. got a number two. I still got a number two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just me. I'm sticking to it, man. I ride with my guys. <laughs> so does Russell, clearly. Yeah. Russell, yeah. Russell, y'all got y'all you Russell gonna ride with you, right? Riding for the first round, first pick in the NFL draft. <laughs> got the first round pick. Oh, we got it this year. Oh, okay. No, we there. might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Church yeah. Light for Russell. <laughs> All right. Uh, Russ, though, um, I don't know if you heard that, like, about, uh, I think it was his therapist or something, maybe passed away, and they said that had a lot to do with, like, his mentalness and, like, not able to, like, know, learning to play calls. Did you hear anything about that? I remember vividly, like, something with the play. It, it was something going on off the, off the field. I didn't get really too deep into it because I'm going to be honest. Like, once I saw them – once I just saw what I saw last year from, like yeah. I said, the, 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 the way that the game was being managed and, you know, his performance – it turned me off a lot, bro. Uh, I'm a Titans fan, number two. Like, that's my second team. Again, that's home team, so I'm going to always look at them. As long as they're not playing the Broncos, I'm going to root for them to do well. You know, if they're if they playing us, then that's a different story, which we rarely do. Uh, but 
I did hear, you know, it was something in regards to something that was uh, affecting them off the field and, and with the playbook. But still, bro, that like if it's a play, it's great. It was his performance. Like I said, it was so many times where you had Jerry Judy and Corlin Sutton down the field and they having to almost stop and come back to the ball and they were not running comebacks. These were like go routes, long posts. Like it was just, it was awful to see. It was even like short, like out routes that they were running or maybe crossing routes to get first downs where like he was just missing them. So it could be something, you know, where his mind wasn't there. And again, we shall see this year. I, I'm, I'm counting on him is with all the corny stuff that he do. Like I'm still counting, betting on this man to have a, a better season this year than he did last year. Because last year, like it can't get worse. And if it do, then we just curse with our quarterback situation. It is what it is. John John Elway has done one on us with our quarterback situation. If uh, this is a worse season than last year, so you know, <laughs> we'll see. I, said, I expect Russell to come back focused. <laughs> Okay, all I gotta say is, the quarterbacks, we the Chiefs and the Chargers, we good on our quarterbacks. So I gotta say, <laughs> we good on our side. <laughs> I mean, let's go, let's go to a team that, fin- that actually did finish second place in the division last season. Yeah, they not be good. Tell him to knock on some wood, bro. Just tell him to knock on some wood, please. Right, right. Let us know. The Chargers, man. Uh, one of the big things with us, as everybody probably knows, injuries. Injuries, 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 injuries. It's like year after year, they say, you know, y'all soft out there, the weather too good, you know, all that good stuff. But, man, it's going to come down to that, to what we look like, man. We we, ran, we actually made some moves, you know, the past few years, you know, bringing in Khalil Mack. But, unfortunately, you know, Bosa got hurt. And then, you know, Keenan Allen got hurt week one against the Raiders. So, he was out. And, uh, then Mike Will got hurt. And then next thing you know, we got a guy – uh, was it DeAndre Carter was our number one receiver, and we had two other guys that never played two snaps in the NFL, <laughs> which, uh, you know, Herbie still made it work. And then Herbie's out there playing with a, uh, what, uh, uh, something with his ribs. I forgot, you know, it's just, it's one thing after another. But, and we can stay healthy, which is if it was a fifth, you know, you know what I'm saying? But if we can stay healthy, man, I think we could really give Chiefs a run for their money. Uh, but it's like, man, between being healthy, and then just missing tackles. Tackling was, was terrible past few years. I don't know if y'all remember that epic uh, overtime with the Chiefs where slow Travis Kelsey just ran up the middle and just made everybody miss, uh, which actually the main guy I missed, actually y'all picked him up, uh, Drew Tranquil, by the way. So I have fun with that, which he's, he's pretty good, man, but he missed, he does miss a lot of tackles. Um, I like the uh, the Quentin Johnson uh, pickup. It's, it's growing on me a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't the biggest fan on it because – uh, he was good in college, but I feel like he cussed, he got the ball out with his chest. You know, he wasn't a go-up-and-grab-it type dude. And I feel like a lot of uh, games this, in the past season, he just kind of disappeared a little bit against not so many good conference teams. But uh, he's growing on. He's been looking good in practice. So uh, he's a real big yak guy, and that's somebody we need. You know, Mike Wills, a go-up-there-and-grab-it type guy. Keenan Allen, he's just a route slayer. You know, he ain't going to get no yak, but he's going he gonna to get over it. You know what I'm saying? They, People still kind of sleep on my still say he's one of the most underrated receivers in the league for the past five years. You know, um, he gonna make it. He gonna make it work, man. Uh, we finally revamped our line. Uh, you know, Ray Sean Slater he got hurt, but he's back looking good. We found uh, a gem uh, in Jamesh Slayer. He was on that Georgia team. Uh, they won the uh, national championship. Got him in the seventh round. Uh, when our guards ended up hurting last year, we sliding the man to start. Man, did great. I had one of the best numbers. 
uh, grading against all the rookies across the uh, across the lot. Um, so I'm I'm excited this year, man. I, I can't wait. I'm just hoping to get healthy, and more importantly, we got uh, uh, Joe out because uh, I was I was getting irritated with all them slants and stopping goal routes the whole season. We not throwing the ball over past 15 yards when you got Justin Herbert back there. So that was, uh, I think he went to the Broncos or somebody. So have fun with that. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got Kellen Moore now. So as you see, he got the Cowboys and Dak out there looking, putting numbers up. And that's one thing we can never do. We can never put points in his zone because uh, of play calling, man. It, it frustrated me a lot. We we seen his screens of Keenan Allen, like he runs 4-3. Uh, we've seen the screens of Mike Will, and, you know, it, it just wasn't favorable with that type of player. So uh, with Quentin Johnson, we got some speed in there and some yak in there. So uh, that's really good. And then Kellen Moore bringing in a more explosive offense. I've been loving the downfield passing uh, since training camp starting so far because uh, I know y'all remember the infamous Jags game in the playoffs with, you know, a little 24-point 24 24 lead. Uh, I got an interesting stat, a picture actually. We actually didn't throw a pass over 15 yards the whole game, which is kind of crazy. Uh, to, to stay out there and um, let me see, you know, Austin Eckler issue with uh, uh, with a uh, contract, you know, end up working out for another year. So we'll see what we do about that. But you know, Austin gonna do what he do. He's one of the strongest guys in the league. He's a little guy, but he's 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 heck of hard to take down. Strong. Uh, we need somebody back behind him to step up. So you know, we got a few guys and Justin Kelly uh, and another guy named Roundtree that you know they're not no standout guys, but they'll. They serviceable but these days, you know, we kind of you kind of don't have to have a big name to win. Apparently, you just kind of play the shuffle game at the back and then go from there. Um, defensive wise, let me get back to that. You know, we got Derwin James. Um, we got we had a guy retire last year, Nazir Adderley, uh, the other safety on the side of Derwin, which you know he was he was all right. He wasn't too he wasn't too bad, but he wasn't like a standout type guy. Uh, I am gonna miss. Uh, uh, Drew Quill a little bit, but we got Eric Kendrick, so that's a it's a, it's a better better version of him, a little older, but he's gonna make that tackle for sure. That's really big because linebacker and run stopping has real been been real terrible for us the past few seasons. But uh, Joey's back healthy. Uh, another reason why uh, he said he didn't hurt a lot because he actually dropped a lot of weight because uh, they had him doing some uh, drop back coverages, which I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> wasn't a fan of that, but now he put on another 20 pounds or so to get back to his normal brute strength to get to that pass rushing. So Khalil Mack and both of them together, they they trolled that. I know the Raiders fan in there that first game of the season last year, uh, you know, Mack had, what, three sacks? It's crazy, you know what I'm saying? I think he had three or four sacks, uh, but Mack still got it. He's a little older, but he still has it. Uh, we got Sebastian Day, Joseph in the middle, too, not too bad. Uh, you know, he's not like a Guys gonna give you a lot of flashy numbers, but you know it's not about the numbers. Sometimes it's it's about what you do, you know, making the presence for the linebacker easy for the shoot them gaps and that you know, and not getting held up by the guard or the tackle. So it's not all about your numbers. So he, you know, he plugging the hole a little bit, making things easier. So you know, I'm happy to see him out there. And then Kendricks and um, we're gonna see what Zunt, uh, Sante Samuel Jr. do this year too, man. He stepped it up quite a few. He's not the best tackler, but he's a physical short guy, good good on coverage. He's getting smarter, getting better every year. Uh, man, J.C. Jackson, man, that's that's the big question mark right there, too. If he can come back and just give us a glimpse of what he did in uh, New England, that would be perfect. But uh, injuries, once again, and he actually got hurt, what, the other day in practice and hobbled off the field. So, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, last year, he finished 10-7. and seven. If Kellen Moore can do his thing, we can take that number one spot. I can see us taking at least 12, 13 games sure especially with the schedule we have 
I think our hardest opponents are uh, Miami and then obviously divisional. You know, you can never just count those as dubs unless you KC because apparently y'all just been kicking our ass <laughs> if we just being honest. Uh, but, yeah, that's a little rough short draft of, you know, what we got going this year with the Chargers, man. Just staying healthy. That's the big question mark. I guess I kick off the questions. So the Chargers are known to Charger themselves, right? Y'all last yeah. year blow the 28-12 that lead was against 24 nothing. Yeah. The season before that blew the game against the Chiefs that y'all had mm-hmm. won. Then the last game against the Raiders, y'all could have ended in the tie and y'all doing some crazy game. stuff in the Raiders that I'm winning. Uh, back when Marshawn, uh, Marty Scheinheim was the coach, y'all went 14-2 and they lost y'all first playoff game. Like every year it seems like y'all always have a team that can win the Super Bowl, but then y'all – Y'all charging oh, ourselves, so what, we what can y'all do? Talent, man. We just can't never just get over that hump. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be realistic about a lot, man. But you know, I'm just I try not to get too emotional about it because, man, they just man, they'll have you heartbroken out here, man. You get your hopes up and then just boom, blow it the last minute. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> I just don't get why you just let up, you know. But like I say, with Kellen Moore, that's one thing you know you can say about him with the Cowboys. They constantly trying to rope the scoreboard. And they had what number one offense what, last year or year before last. So, at the, I think they had the last four years, he had the number one offense at least two, three times. So, man, we need that. We need that because, uh, you know, like I said, with Joe, I wasn't a fan of that, you know, at all. That was terrible. Anthony Lynn tried to do what he could, but I think he was more of a, a speaker, motivational guy versus like an actual, like, you know, coaching type guy. But, uh, yeah. Oh, I had a, I had a question. So, uh, how much – I got two questions, actually. So – First question is, how much pressure do you think is on Justin Herbert after becoming the highest paid player in the league? $262.5 million. <laughs> for five years, $52.5 million. And it's for a guy who hasn't had any playoff, not even a playoff win on his resume yet. And mm-hmm. the second question is, how short of a leash do you think Brandon Staley has had um, that he has, considering he has had some questionable calls in the playoffs, especially after, like you said, blew a 24 nothing league to the Jaguars in the divisional round? Which is a team that doesn't have any like major playoff experience or anything like that. They're just as young mm-hmm. as you guys. So, what do you say to that? Uh, with Herbert, man, one thing I love about him, uh, he's just a regular guy, and he don't care. I don't know if you ever seen the thing he hates going to get on being on camera. He recording at practice. He tries to hide. I think he switched jersey with a few players a few times during practice to stay away from the camera. So, I mean, I feel like the money's not going to change him. He stays cool and calm. He's getting more mature. They say he's being more of a vocal leader, which is something that was kind of new for him because he's really real quiet and kept. But I think he's going to continue to bring it. You know, they keep that pocket clean for him and, like I said, open that playbook for him because he got the arm talent, as you've seen this first few years. But it's just like, man, he ain't really had no uh, quarterback development for him. You know, with the coaches, they had like two, three different coaches, you know, come in. And that's not really good for a guy that you invested in. Like, man, like, what are you doing? But, uh, I think he'll be all right. I think the team get better. Like I said, I do like the Kellen Moore pickup. And uh, going towards the Brandon Staley, I honestly feel like they kind of brought Kellen Moore in here, not only for the coordinator spot, but if Brandley, if you don't do good this year, Kellen, that's your spot. And I think that's why he came in, agreed to come in. Because uh, he had a few options, I believe. But I believe that's probably the number one reason why he came, because they probably say, hey, you know, we'll give him this one more shot. After that, it's all yours. So you'll have the driver's seat. So that's what I think about the whole Brandon Staley. Yeah, I would say Herbert has. If anyone can challenge Mahomes' arm, I think he's the guy. Honestly, the arm talent is ridiculous. Like I never, the way he throws that thing, flings it like it's nothing. I'm like, yo, don't pop your shoulder out, bro. <laughs> like, chill, chill out, man. And then the your Chargers. I think if you guys stay healthy, you guys are the team I'm afraid of in the AFC West to like 
If you guys stay healthy, I think you guys could. You're the only team. Sorry, Broncos. Sorry, Raiders. Sorry. I don't mean to rain on your parade, but they're the only, I think you guys have the talent and the roster. If you put it all together and stay healthy, they're the only team I fear in the AFC West. Yeah, uh, you know, the Chiefs and Chargers have had their battles, man. Uh, ironically, I was at that game uh, in uh, Arrow, Arrowhead when we uh, won with the two-point conversion with Mike Will in the end zone. Oh, that was crazy. It was like 10 degrees out there, cold as hell, and, like, I wasn't expecting us to come back. And it, it caught the touchdown and the two-point conversion wide open. Oh, man, that was, that was crazy. It, it was banana. And, like, man, Arrowhead is loud. Like, they, I agree it's loud. If you can't hear you, we right next to each other. You can't hear That's nothing. Cool. So I know the players can't hear nothing either. Yeah, I think Mahomes has to wear like earplugs to like try to, you know, decrease the noise so he doesn't like blow his eardrums out because he has to hear the play calls. I'm just like, damn, yeah. that's crazy. The decibels. I think there was some ESPN video stat they did on that. I forgot what it was, but it was insane. So I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, and, that's uh, crazy and then what would you say uh, for Staley if they have another sporting season? Is he the head coach next season? Going to next season? He's gone. Go on peace, Deuces. That's killing more. That's killing more. I mean, I I like Brandon. He's cool guy. And I like Anthony Lynn too. He's a real cool guy too. But man, I want to win, man. I, I want to win one championship. I want to see yeah. one championship. One, man. I'm yeah, a Lakers fan. I've seen quite a few, so I gotta have me too. football. To to win one, man. Yeah, y'all have too much talent to continue to be disappointed. Too much talent. And that's what hurts me. I, I hate having to defend myself and argument. <laughs> nah, y'all yeah, good, man. Let's hope y'all stay healthy this year. I'm, I'm praying. Ray, let me ask you this, man, because I'm somebody that did with yourself have the Chiefs, uh, not the Chiefs, the Chargers over the Chiefs last season. And mm-hmm. I think that can kind of be the same thing uh, this season. We got yeah, I think the Chiefs, it's a chance the Chiefs can go down. And I think it's a possibility if healthy, the Chargers can come up. And yeah. I think that's based on solely the season that uh, Justin Herbert has. So For I sure. think. That if Justin Herbert uh, has more yards than Patrick Mahomes, then I think the Chargers will be number one. You agree with me or, d- or disagree? Do you think uh, that Justin Herbert can average more yards or get more yards than Patrick Mahomes next season? I agree. I think he can, uh, especially in the new offense. But more important, if you look at all the games, there's no reason why we should have lost any of those games, if you're being honest. Like, we literally was on their head every single time. But, but I mean, obviously, Andy Reid is a hell of a coach, so he – Coaching definitely goes to him over any coach we've had in a while, but there's just no reason. Like, we just let our foot off the pedal each time, and it just missed tackles. Like, some of the missed tackles, they don't even make sense. Like, literally, it's four or five guys around Travis Kelsey. This guy, I mean, he's a big dude, but come on, man. Like, it's just killing me. Like, uh, you know, Kelsey, it's funny. Uh, that game that uh, Kelsey, the same game Kelsey went off at the last minute, like, Derwin locked him up, like, the whole game. And then Derwin went out, like, with his shoulder injury or something like that. And then next you know, he had, like, 160 yards. Uh, <laughs> and, like, before that, I think he had, like, uh, three targets, one catch for, like, 10 yards. Like, Derwin had that on lockdown. But, like, as soon as Derwin go out, because he, he's the quarterback of our defense, obviously. And then we dealt with a bunch of injuries, so we got a bunch of new guys just thrown in there. And they, they probably don't know, know the pressure like that, especially out there in Arrowhead. It's loud. They don't know what's going on. But it's really no excuse why we should have lost – Almost all the games we played against Chief the past six, seven times, honestly. There's no reason. If you just go back and watch it, like, you just like, how did y'all do this? Like, bro, like I said, Chargers going to charge, which I kind of say the same thing about the Raiders, by the way, you know. <laughs> uh, Raiders going Raider. 
you just throw, throw, that, throw the sparks out there, you know, with the whole quarterback situation. That's I got rid of one bad quarterback and we brought another bad quarterback. I don't know, you know. <laughs> That's what made that game a couple of years ago so good. Both teams wanted to lose so bad, and they just could be, they couldn't figure it out. That's what made that game so classic. It was like well, no, y'all, you know, well, yeah, y'all could just tie and both made playoffs. But honestly, we didn't deserve to go to playoffs that year. Like we weren't ready, like coaching wise. We got embarrassed. So we would have saved what happened to us this year or this past year. That probably would happen again if we went to playoffs that year. So but this year I'm expecting big things. They got to come with it. We got too much talent. Uh, you know, we didn't invest all this money in Herbert. So, you know, uh, Keenan might be done after a few seasons unless he take another pay cut. So, I mean, I want Keenan. I think Keenan deserves deserve a ring. A few other guys deserve DJ, he deserves a ring. So, you know, you can pay all these guys, man. We ain't got enough money to get some other players in. So, we got to make it happen. We got a short window spin. So, Gotta make it happen. Yeah, do you see uh, Justin Herbert MVP season loading? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, Dang, like, I don't come on, man. Come on, man. And then you add. Oh my gosh! I have something to say. He's like, I'm trying to get back to back. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> it's gonna be scary for these DBs out here, man. Okay, I like like the energy. I like the confidence. Okay, I just oh, want to yeah. see if you're gonna see say if you were gonna win MVP. I, I can see it for sure. I can okay. see breaking the title. I mean, uh. Well, I ain't gonna say breaking the uh, passing record, but he got the most passing yards in the MVP. I can see that for sure. Right. Any other questions? Yeah, I think he had a question, yeah. and then I'm gonna go out there. I was just gonna say, is Eckler? You think Eckler's gone? I know it's not necessarily this. You think it's the last season on the Chargers, though? Man, uh, probably so. I hate yeah. to say it, unless they can just come up with some kind of – I think if, maybe if we win a Super Bowl and they might can give them some kind of another friendly, you know, two-year deal. But he's going to be gone. But at the same time, he's not going to get the money anywhere. Like, I get yeah. it. But, like, you got all these other running backs taking huge pay cuts. You don't really have too much leverage. I hate to say it, and I get his frustration, man. He's been – he came in undrafted and been working his ass off with us. Man, he deserves the money. But, man, you know, the owners and stuff, they blackballing these running backs. They just shuffle them, you know. So I, I hate it for him, but he's probably going. He's, yeah. he's probably going to go more than likely. I just had a quick question. Just to see if you're not a biased Chargers fan. Oh, you know Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. What's the distance between him and everybody else? Do you think Herbert could catch him one day, or I just want to see your thoughts on that? Man, if we're being honest, uh, nothing against uh, Mahomes, but man. Mahomes is great, don't get me wrong, but having Andy Reid with him makes him like that much better. You gotta think Andy Reid, look what he did with Donovan Nav, you know, look what he did with Alex Smith, you know, like he just keeps me with him. We just being real. Like it's kind of like the Tim Duncan going to the Spurs, being drafted to the Spurs. It's just he throwing hey, the Duncan's the greatest power forward of all time. It's not the I think he would have been great anywhere. He might not have won the uh, three championships. Uh, okay, I love fo- I like football, but basketball is my main thing. Yeah, yeah. We're not yeah. gonna, this we'll say you're hard to hard away. All right, we, we got this. Let's, 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 let's get back to football. That's <laughs> yeah, that's a whole episode on that topic. Yeah, come on, man. All right, uh, but yeah, uh, that definitely helps a lot, man. So it's 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 not too much you can do with that, man. Because even if like he lacks any 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 area on the field, like he gonna make it happen. And I feel like, man. I don't know, man. I don't, like, so I don't want to like I'm hating on him, but like just following with Andy Reid, that helped him a lot, man. Not yeah. saying that he would, he wouldn't be great anywhere else, but like uh, he would definitely want to be as talked about as he was as he is right now if he was on another team. 
because and, and the reason is that he's that go he's that go coach. Everybody's love to say Bill, Bill Belichick and all that, but nah, Andy Reid, man, he's game changer. I'm shocked to hear that. Wow. So we're not saying Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time. Wow, okay. Or Bill Parcells. Yeah, that's shocking. Oh, I mean, Bill's up there too, but man, I I mean, you know, I had to like sit back and just really look at the work, but I'm gonna throw Andy Reid out there just what from what he's done with what he's been given, you know. Respect, respect. Um, speaking of Bills, and I really don't care about the Buffalo Bills. Um, Kellen Moore is someone that I'm gonna miss from as a Cowboys fan. Um, as a great offensive coordinator, um, and what he was able to do with the Cowboys last season with a not so good wide receiver quarter, if we're going to be honest about this, Noah mm-hmm. Brown was a, our third wide receiver. He's like the fifth wide receiver for the Texans. And name me the other four wide receivers better than him on the Texans. It's trash. But anyways, I don't believe the Chargers get enough respect for their wide receivers. So where would you rank this wide receiver? I would call it a trio now, right? Um, and if you want to throw on the halfback too, that's fine. But where do you kind of rank your wide receivers trio against the rest of the league? Because a lot of people don't hear enough about how good you guys are. I think we really just kind of talk about Mahomes and the sure. rest. So go ahead. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some of our other receivers in there too. If I'm just you know I gotta give them credit too because uh like when when Keenan and Mike was out, uh, DeAndre Carter stepped up. Man, Herbie made him look good out there. Uh, Joshua Palmer from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, you, if y'all remember him. Man, uh, he's he on my fantasy up, team. Oh, yeah. He was on my, my fantasy team last year. I know about him. Yeah, he put up a few hundred-yard games when nobody was there. So, like, man, that's good to know your other third and fourth and fifth receivers can step up when you need to. So, like, that means when Keenan and Mike's getting double-teamed, like, cute Quentin Johnston, you ain't going to have to worry about nothing. So, like, you come out there and do what you do, man, it's going to be butter. It's going to be, man, it's going to be some numbers, some crazy numbers being thrown out there. But, uh. I got sidetracked, but yeah, our receiver room, man, it's nice. Uh, like I said, I'm, I was on the fence with Quinn a little bit, so I, I do. I don't want to speak too soon on him. I want to see what he does. Uh, you know, first few games of the season. Like I said, I would, I, I really wanted uh, what's old buddy? He went to the Zay Zay Flowers. I wanted the route runner, man. I feel like that'd be nice with, with Keenan and them, but that's nice with Odell though, you know. But uh, I don't what the potential what Quinn brings. Oh, uh, we we have the I don't want to say top because I like the the chase and uh. Uh, um, what is uh out there in Bengals? I like that. I like that group. I, I, I said they're number one. If I'm not being, I'm not being biased. But we number two. I say we're number two. We're potentially to be number one as a whole group. I think we could be number one. But if you go by trio, number two, we'll be number two. Any other questions? Cool. Let's get to the last part of the show. The fun stuff. AFC West predictions. <laughs> so let's see where everybody got the teams ranked. Let's start with Darren. We'll start from the bottom. Darren, Chris, Ray, Becca to the top, DJ, Sheedy, Toop, then me. What is y'all order in AFC West? I feel like every time you like Darren Raiders bottom, I feel like that's a common theme today. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, all right. man. Yeah, I'm I'm I, to, yeah, I, I mean, I got my order. Raiders. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to go Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. <laughs> I got uh I'm gonna go I'm gonna go number one. I got I'm gonna go with Chargers number one this year. I think Chargers take the division this year. I think they push the Chiefs a little bit uh more this year. I think the Chiefs I go Chiefs number two. I go Chiefs two. 
I'm gonna go Broncos three, and I'm gonna take my Raiders four. I want I want to go over your Broncos. Yeah, that's how you know he's a non-biased. How I, I just can't take it. I don't trust my team enough to do it, and they have to prove thought, me at yeah. this point. After 20 years, you're talking about your quarterback play. It's cracking. Like you know, it's the same thing. So that's my prediction for the. I do like the Chargers though, kind of beating out the Chiefs this year. I think that that I they're still gonna make the playoffs, the Chiefs, but I think the Bron- I think the Chargers uh, take it this year. Yeah, Ryan Harris has the same prediction as me. Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Man, y'all got me messed up, man. Uh, Chargers <laughs> number one. I'm gonna give y'all number one. Broncos two. Chiefs oh. third. Oh. Raiders oh. We got this. Oh. Like you got the Chiefs dropping the three. I do, bro. Like you talking about oh. their situation. Like they, they had plans. They what they did last year. Losing but him, man. I, yeah, I ain't worried about the Chiefs. I, I really think they're gonna drop this year. So yeah, get out of here. If we oh, can, if y'all oh, can be man. hard on us yo, for having yo, a bad when year, we get halfway through the season, man, I want to come back to this. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Let's hey DM me. We, we can chop we can chop it up. <laughs> can, can I ask a follow-up question? Do you with that, do you say the Chiefs still make the playoffs as the third seed in the AFC West? Something may happen, man. You just never know. So I'm just gonna keep my mouth closed. Oh damn. What? <laughs> Yo, I didn't even need to make a blooper reel, uh, Harris. Hey, bro, we got to bring some spice to the podcast. I can't bring yeah, everything y'all saying. God damn. <laughs> yeah. I really said the Broncos at two. Oh, yeah, really. Oh, okay. I just hope Wilson's not too busy with Sierra, man. <laughs> That's old, right. bro. That's oh. old. That's last year. Oh, okay. All right. We'll right. See. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and put the Chargers win, uh, Chiefs two, Broncos, Raiders. But I will say, I think the Broncos and the Raiders will take a leap this year. I think Russell will get it together this year, and that's pretty much that was their own, you know, weakness. Pretty much, you know, coaching was a little shaky too, but they'll get that together too. And I think Raiders, I don't know about the quarterback situation, but I like all the moves they made outside of the quarterback. Like, man, my buddy from Texas Tech, that was a good move. Him and Max Crosby. They're going to do some damage. I think the division as a whole will be what we thought it was last year, this year. So I can see three teams going to the playoffs for sure. Ryan Harris said that Denver weed is amazing. (laughs) 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 Stay off the weed. (laughs) I have heard. I have heard. I don't, I don't, I don't, but I I heard it's it's crazy up there. So uh, (laughs) it's crazy. But hey, just keeping uh, it in front of y'all, I, I like okay, like I try to be objective and unbiased with stuff, like for real. I really try to, but like with this one, just looking at the games play, like I know a lot of people don't watch Bronco games, especially the bad they got last, but like the pieces that they got, bro, like shitty said the best. You're talking about a couple of plays just going different and in the quarterback situation just being a little bit better. We're talking about a whole different season, bro. So, like, I know the politically correct answer is Chiefs Chargers one, two. I get that, but like I'm rolling with my guys, so it is what it is, man. Y'all feel how y'all hey, feel. Hey, <laughs> hey, that Denver weed might be crazy, but ain't nothing about California weed though. I heard that weed is different. I don't, I don't smoke at all, but I heard that California weed is different, man. I don't know if you yeah, California's a different, different world, man. Different galaxy. <laughs> normally, normally I go last, but two can shoot I'm gonna go interject here because I got a different order as well. The Chiefs are still number one, but I do have the Broncos ahead of the Chargers. At two, the Chargers at three. With both, all three teams potentially making the playoffs. I think all three teams gonna be ten to seven and above. Um, the reason why the Chargers are always charging themselves at some point, they 
They do it every single year. So, at some point, I, I predicted before the playoffs this year, and not in the playoffs. They just they always find a way. And I'm a big believer in Sean Payton. I, I really believe he's going to turn. If, like Chris said, Russell Wilson is just even average. They take a, a significant step with that defense. So I got to say the Broncos are second because the Chargers are going to find it. They're going to charge themselves at some point. I got a quick question. Do y'all think the Chargers should have chose Sean Payton over Kellen Moore? Well, he well, he agreed to be the offense coordinator. It's the real question. Well, that, well, like as far as like, all right, we would have made him fire. Yeah, fire yeah. Brandon made him definitely, up. definitely, yeah, definitely. No, I guess this is where I go now. Um, until <laughs> until I see otherwise, I some about this Patrick Mahomes guy. It's still going to make me give them the number one seed um, in the AFC West. Now, the weed that's being smoked on this podcast is there's only seven teams that make it to the AFC playoffs. And y'all tell me almost half the teams don't come from this conference. And we just did the AFCs. Now, we're not going to talk about the Patriots, but there's three teams that can make it from there. And we still ain't talking about the AFC North yet. Sorry about the AFC South. There's only one. But back to what we're talking about here. I have the Raiders four. You thought I was going to say Raiders second? I'm sorry, Darren. I'm not. Uh, I thought. Uh, <laughs> I, think we all agree. I think we all agree the Raiders going to be dead last. Yeah, <laughs> I think we can until Tim Brown, uh, Jim Brown, Tim Brown, and Jerry Rice come back. Um, and so we're for that. But at number two, I, I am going to take the Broncos. Um, I am. It's Sean Payton. It's Russell Wilson. It's 10, game, 10 games by one possession. 10. Um, and that defense, with whether or not their coordinator is there or not, unless they change that scheme completely, and they may, um, they still got some dogs back there, um, ball hawking and, and taking care of some business. So I have the Broncos at two. And the point that's been made, charge is going to charge. Um, they're going to charge a credit, debit. It don't even matter, EBT. It doesn't even matter to me. But something's going to happen with the Chargers this upcoming season. Why? Why? I tell you. Because y'all got Kellen Moore, and he came from the Dallas Cowboys. That's why. He's going to put up all the yards. But y'all going to have to play to get all those yards. You'll see what I'm saying this season. Trust me. Oh, my God. Give me the Chargers, because I think what should have happened last year is going to happen this year. Chargers ain't going to be crazy and getting uh, getting unhealthy and all that shit. Give me the Chiefs because I ain't gonna disrespect the goat that he is, and those will be the only two teams in the playoffs. Give me the Raiders. <laughs> Give me the Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Broncos. <laughs> Have you not heard this song before? <laughs> it's Come personal. On, it's personal. I know. It's done. He <laughs> is done. <laughs> And I know I want the Raiders. I said the Raiders gonna get a top five pick, which they probably will. I'll be right there with them riding. Like, see what you said. I'm t- he is done. Oh, Y'all got Sean Payton, old ass, trying to reincarnate Drew Brees Jr., old ass, <laughs> with the Russell Wilson, old ass. No. No, oh, dog. <laughs> No. Sean Payne still ain't even 60 yet. He gonna be 60 next week? <laughs> he ain't that old. <laughs> it's a, it's What's up Sean Payne age? He's 59, yeah. He go- 
I was saying it's some old coaches in the NFL. He he he's still not <laughs> not that old. But the, but the better ones are, are young. Outside of NFL, uh, you got Brandon Staley if you expect to win division. So <laughs> and he'll be gone by next year. Come on, uh, not if they win the division. Not if they win the division. Come on, you got on your two feet now. You just gotta that, win the division, that ring, man. We're going for that ring. It's time, man. Somebody get married. It's time for the Chargers to put it together, man. It's time. It's time. Somebody, Brandon Staley got married. We're going out with you, right? We're going out with you. I'm with you. I'm with oh, you. Oh, man. No, this, this was this was fun, y'all. This was fun. <laughs> this, this win or no ride tonight is wild. <laughs> he oh, ride too man. much. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I need y'all to do. She's not riding enough. Okay, I'm uh, all right, yeah, I'm about to we got Chris really got the Chiefs third, man. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna have y'all turn y'all time cards. I wasn't gonna disrespect the Chiefs like that. I can't do that. I, I can't do that. I can already disrespect and put him in second. I, I ain't gonna do it like that. Oh, third, third is crazy, Chris. I, I want to know what you on, like for real. <laughs> Everybody is talking about me, and this man said the Raiders gonna be better than us. Like, come on, bro. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I expect Jimmy G to play. I expect Jimmy G to play better than Russell. <laughs> okay, that's actually not that far fetched, but exactly that's what I'm trying to get y'all to understand. That's not that far fetched, but yeah, okay, I, I get, I got you. But as we always say with the show, I guess y'all should, y'all let everybody know the father you start with DJ and go down to Darren, Chris, and Ray. So DJ, let the folks know where the father you and your stuff. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm DJ Hamilton, multimedia talent of DJ Sports Show. I do video editing for my YouTube channel, DJ Sports Show. I do blogs and all things sports, djsportshow.com. Become a member. It's free. I do NFL, NBA, soccer, you name it over the years. I reach places from Italy, China, Canada, and so forth. Follow my podcast, DJ Sports Shows, on Spotify. I just, I just, uh, I recently got on Amazon Music as well, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and so forth, wherever you get your podcasts. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram, same handle, DJ Hamilton23, as you see on the screen. And continue to shout out to anybody who likes sports. With up, yeah, you can follow me over at Fatboy Fadeaway Sports. I over at Twitter there. That's the only social media account I got out there. We do a lot of uh, we do usually shows on Sunday morning. That, yeah, all oh, the X. Sorry, sorry, I forgot Xbox. We got that. We got to there. So we got that on <laughs> Sunday Sunday mornings eight a, eight a.m. Uh, we usually do our shows. I do. We'll do some other random kind of shows during the week. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on uh, your platform. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Chris Ingram, uh, host of the No Bluffing Podcast with Bluff City Media, um, uh, contributor over there. Uh, but I'm we don't actually on break right now with No Bluffing. It's a Memphis Grizzlies podcast. So if y'all you know want to tap into that, uh, you know we try to keep it raw and real. We don't try to you know just talk about numbers all day. We try to keep it honest over there, man. Let's be real, just like y'all. So I uh, appreciate y'all you know letting us on uh, today for show talking sports, uh, talking football, and man, we want to revisit this. Uh, in the DM, at least you know when the season is over, basically. But yeah, it was it was a pleasure, y'all. I appreciate it. Yeah, Ray, man, I do uh, drone photography, videography, um, camera. I do sports photography as well. Sports photography. I don't have a you know platform like that, but uh, Air Visions. If you want to check out some of my work, uh, I appreciate y'all having me out, fellas. It's fun. Love talking football, play football, man. So you say we got to revisit this soon. Would it be DMs or just you know? Give a call or something, just talk about after a few games or something like that. Chop it up, man. My guy, I got you, bro. But we just need to acknowledge Mike not being able to read real quick. <laughs> what do you say? It literally says, bl- no, bl- 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 <laughs> literally. Nah, he said that. 
No, he said that on purpose. He said that. He said that on purpose. I gotta get Mike. Mike, Mike, that's a homie, man. Oh man. But it's all appreciate y'all. Well, yeah, definitely appreciate y'all coming out. This is like I said, fun. This this was <laughs> you're definitely going to revisit some things like don't do that the season, which I'll do. Yeah, I gotta revisit Chris with that prediction, man. That's crazy. <laughs> but it's always y'all know y'all can follow us on the X or Twitter, whichever one still is TikTok. I'm still going to Twitter. <laughs> TikTok as well, IG and Facebook at LBR underscore media. Also subscribe, notify, hit the notification button on YouTube, and let's be real media and y'all get listen to all these episodes live or after we're on video or go to any other um, 11 different podcast platforms, audio needs. Yeah, let's be real sports as well. Check out our other podcasts on Network 3, the Hardaway podcast. They'll be returning this week with NBA basketball with two gentlemen right next to me with Tuke Shidi and also Savage as well as Gene's report. And she's been kind of uh, digested a new movies that has come out. So you're a big movie guy, a big wrestling guy. And he's also basketball and football as well, but he kind of dives into a little bit of everything. So shout out to I got Derek Jeans at the Jeans Report. As well, I'll also support us by signing up for our sponsor at Bestamp at signup.com forward slash LBR. And as always, follow me on X slash Twitter at the one D-A-O-N-E underscore P Shark. I told y'all how to handle this. Follow me on the app formerly known as Twitter. At Tab Shakir, man. Thank y'all for thank y'all for, for joining. Thank y'all for ganging up with us. Hey man, it was fun, man. I we cracked jokes. It was fun, man. We appreciate y'all for real. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I'm just leaving it at that. Um AFC West is gonna be something crazy. Um, and it's really shitty, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> and also our other two members who are missing today, follow them at underscore Scott Lido and at uh the the art of Trevor. And until next time, peace.